You're listening to Rewire with Susan, the podcast for you to learn in 12 minutes or less software development topics in the most simple way and acquire some guidance for your career in tech. Strap up and let's go. Here's your host, Susan. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Susan and I hope you're doing well. Today I am going to be sharing with you the different ways you can write JavaScript like a pro. (laughs) Okay, so JavaScript is a popular language in web development and it is rapidly being improved. So I'll be sharing some tips that will reduce your coding time improve your code quality and make your code like a pro so let's get into it so the first pro tip for today is drum roll console.time and console.time end so basically console um typically prints out um the different methods associated with console on console uh, print out different things based on what you what what particular method is used but console the time and console the time end um, helps you to determine your code execution time and determine how fast your code um, which could be a function a loop or really any piece of code runs there are times when you want to figure how figure out how long a function takes to run and this really comes in handy for that purpose all you need to do is log it with the same name and really here's how it works so at the beginning of the function you add the script console.time um you can put anything within the um, string so it could be for example if you're trying to check how long a function called calculates distance is so you can just you can just console the time calculate check calculate distance function and at the end of the function you also have another console method um called console.time end and you log exactly the same thing you logged at the beginning and what this will do is that when you load the browser it would show you the time your code takes to run in milliseconds also note that when you console when you console the log within this function that's using the log function within the function you're trying to find the execution time to it bumps the execution time by a lot so what you want to do is first take out any console.log methods within this function before um using the console.time and the console.time end so you can actually see the execution the accurate execution time so that's it for the first tip let's go on to the second tip so the second tip is handling asynchronous javascript now in general asynchronous programming is when your program is set up to wait for a function to complete before executing another function for example you make an order The program might be set up to do a couple of other operations like complete the order, send you a confirmation email, make a payment transaction, and then return you to the home page. Now, the way that you make sure that this is done consecutively is called asynchronous programming. 
right? Instead of just doing all those operations at the same time, you want one to complete before the other. And the way we do this in JavaScript is by interacting with asynchronous programming. Now, the way that we used to do this back in the day, and some people actually still use this method, is by using callbacks. So call callbacks was the original way that we, you know, handled asynchronous programming in JavaScript. But the problem is that when there are tons of functions to be executed, you would have multiple callbacks, which would then lead to what's known as a callback hell. So the other option is using promises and using promises basically entails you having a dot then function, which would handle successful response and a dot catch function, which would handle errors from your promise. Now, what we actually have, which is really cool, is the async await syntax. And what this does is that it waits for the response data to come back within your code. So you wouldn't necessarily need a dot then or dot catch to proceed with the consecutive functions. So using async await is really, you know, syntactically easier to look at, it's much cleaner. So really I advise that you use async await wherever you can. The third tip is structuring your code. So the way this works is, for instance, you have an object called Ben and within the objects, Ben has properties like the name, the car, favorite color, children, career, whatever. Instead of accessing those properties by declaring you know something like a variable and assigning it to object.property so for example having const const name equal ben.name const children equal bed no children you can destructure and this will save you like lots of lines of code so basically you would instead of doing this have something like const curly brackets and within the curly brackets you put in all the properties that you need under ben and then equate it to ben so this way you can access any property directly without using the object name um the structuring isn't only for objects you can do the exact same thing to have access to array elements as well the fourth and i think quite amazing thing i like here this tip is um converting numbers to string and string to numbers this is actually an easy peasy tip so here instead of using the popular to string method that most people use you can simply just add an empty string in front of the variable that you're trying to convert right so for example you're trying to convert um nine to a string you could have nine and have then and have a plus empty string and that pretty much converts your your number to a string like magic works like magic um you can also add a plus before a string variable and that converts it to a number the fifth tip i hope you guys are taking notes of these pro tips because these are actually really amazing um, tips that would help a lot save you a lot of time and you know make you look like a pro so the fifth tip is short circuit conditionals 
and this is a way to simplify conditional statements and make your code dry and what dry means is don't repeat yourself so instead of repeating a piece of code in different places there are ways you can you know separate concerns and you know manage the code such that you're able to take out the common things and not repeat them in different parts of the code so for example you want to write a function that shows if a user is locked is not locked if a user is logged in and executes a particular function um and if the user is not logged in executes a particular function so for example a user is not logged in you want to show the login button of course so let's assume that the condition is not logged in and the function is show login button now the typical way to write this would be have it an if block within the if block um uh condition you put the not logged in and you execute the function after you have put in the not logged in so if not logged in show login button but you can also write like a pro <laughs> by writing a short circuit conditional so in this case you will just have the not logged in the double and and show login button function so what this will do is that it will first check the left side of the conditional if that is true it will go ahead to execute the function and if it is not if it's not true it wouldn't execute the function so that saves you from writing an if statement so that's that for short circuit conditionals the next um pro tip is using sets now sets are really they're super helpful um especially for manipulating your arrays for example you can get a unique array um from an array with duplicates by just converting it to a set and this is a super useful you know application of sets so yeah um get familiar with sets and you'll see the difference it makes um in your code the final thing i will talk about which i think a lot of people uh, find themselves in this situation is equality now the equality operator checks if two operands are equal so example you have um, a two in in string in string form and a number two if you use the equality operator which is the double equal sign to check if the string and the number are equal it is going to return true because this operator is not converting the operands to you know their types before comparing them it's just comparing the values now there's there's something else called the strict equality operator which is the triple equals sign and this is usually advised when you are actually trying to compare the um, types of the operands so if you're comparing the string form of two to the number form of two and you wanted to return the accurate value you want to use the triple equal sign you know because it actually converts the operands before um comparing and so that condition or rather will return false because one is of the string type and one is a number so as much as possible um you want to be using the strict equality operator um, especially when you're particular about the types that you're comparing um and so that is it for the pro tips i have for you guys today 
I hope you learned something from this and I expect you to be using this tips and code JavaScript like a pro. And yeah, I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Head on over to rewirewithsusan.com to catch up on all episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to your podcast player and drop a review if you like this show.